What is going on, everyone? Hope you are doing well. We are back. Yes. We are going to cover Genesis chapters 42 through 45. I can't believe it. Wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. Now, how are you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm good. Just trying to have faith. and. That's right. Yeah. In times like this. Yes. Praying. Yes. This is this is one of those. I mean, it's always the time, but this is one of those times where we just have to pray and and definitely keep our faith. That's right. All of you also. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. Um, now, do you want to start us off in prayer? Sure. Okay. I will. Okay. Lord, I know you're with me and love me. Give me peace of mind as I prepare for this time of study. Help me to focus on my books and notes. Keep me from all distractions so that I will make the best use of this time that is available to me. Give me insight that I might understand what I'm studying and help me to remember it when the time comes. Above all, I thank you for the ability to be able to study and for the many gifts and talents that you've given me. Help me always to use them in such a way that they honor you and do justice to myself. In your name we pray, amen. Amen. It's just lovely. Thank you. Now, okay. is there anything you wanted to talk about before we get started? Uh, anything on your mind? No, just for people not to panic about the, and that God's in charge. That's it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. How about you? No, that's about okay. it. I think the this whole coronavirus is uh, is on everyone's mind, but like you said, God's in charge. We're going to use common sense yep. and, and have faith. That's right. That's true. Um, so let's do a recap of uh, Genesis chapters 38 through 41. Okay, Judah, Judah's two older boys had died, and he wouldn't let Tamar have his youngest son. Because right. he feared that he was that Tamar, uh, that the, the younger boy was going to die as well. Uh, Tamar had pretended to be a prostitute to trick Judah, and they had sexual relations, and she became pregnant with twins. Yes. Joseph was sold by the Ishmaelite traders to Potiphar in Egypt. Potiphar's wife accused Joseph of rape, and he was thrown in jail. How? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Jeez. Oh. And he, really think about that. Yeah. You would think at some point Joseph maybe in his head would be like, what is going on? Yeah. What is next? What is next? And he did the right thing. He fleed. Yes. Yeah. Instead of putting his natural desires in, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. And, uh, and he kept his faith. Yes. <sighs> yeah. Uh, Joseph had remained positive and he had, he thrived in everything he did. He thrived because God was with him. Uh, Joseph interpreted the chief cupbearer and the chief baker's dreams in jail. Yes. News wasn't so good for that chief no. baker. So sorry. Sorry, honey. Yeah. Uh, later, Joseph interpreted the Pharaoh's dreams, stating uh, he, they were going to have seven good years of crops and then seven years of famine. And then the Pharaoh had made Joseph second in charge. So essentially, that's what we, we talked about in, in chapters 38 through 41. Is there anything you wanted to add? No, that's, I know, I'm sure we read this, that he gave Joseph a ring. And if you wore that ring, 
you it's kind of like the key to the city you can do any you know that's right yes. that's right yeah i totally forgot about that yeah now moving on to chapter 42 there was there was a a grain famine and jacob heard that there was some available in egypt so he sent all of joseph's brothers except for the younger one benjamin they went to egypt to buy grain And in the notes, it said, why was grain so valuable in those days? As a food source, it was universal and used in nearly everything eaten. It could be dried and stored much longer than any vegetables, milk products, or meat. It was so important that it was even used as money. Now, did you have anything for that little Um, part? I just wanted, Jacob was so fond of Benjamin Mm. because he was Joseph's full brother. That's right. Yeah. So I just wanted to, I had that written and he was the only surviving son of his beloved wife, Rachel. And he was also the youngest in, in his, in, um, Jacob's old age. So you can see how he kind of protected Benjamin. Yeah. Yeah. So. And didn't he also kind of fear for Benjamin that maybe the brothers weren't treating him right? Right. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So. And then I'm sure Rachel, like, it reminded him of that sweet, that Rachel. Mm. So I just thought I would put that in. Yeah, Benjamin had a special place in his heart. Yes, he did. Um, Now, in Genesis chapter 42, verse 6, I wanted to read that verse. Since Joseph was governor of all Egypt and in charge of selling grain to all the people, it was to him that his brothers came. When they arrived, they bowed before him with their faces to the ground. Yes. In the notes, it talks about that verse. Uh Joseph remembered his dreams about his brothers bowing down to him. And we read about that in Genesis 37. Those dreams were coming true. As a young boy, Joseph had been boastful about his dreams. As a man, he no longer flaunted his superior status. He did not feel the need to say, I told you so. It was not yet time to reveal his identity, so he kept quiet. Sometimes it is best to remain quiet, even when we would like to have the last word. That's for sure. We're all guilty of that. We are. And I think when I I hear that, I think there was a reason. He probably was put in jail for that reason. Mm -hmm. Like to make him not so arrogant. Yes. Maybe that's what God used that for, the arrogance he had. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what maybe that's what he needed to learn. Yes, exactly. As a young man, he may have. Yeah, he may have been that way. Exactly. That was just part of his journey. Right. Now, uh, when Joseph's brothers arrived in Egypt, they didn't recognize Joseph. As you know, they were buying, they were buying grain from him. Yes, they had no idea. They had, and they had to go to him because he was second in command. That's right. Yes. Um, and Joseph had tested them. He had called them spies and he put them all in prison for three days. Yes. Joseph could, in the notes, it said Joseph could have revealed his identity to his brothers at once. But Joseph's last memory of them may well have been staring at their faces in horror as slave traders carried him away. Were his brothers still evil and treacherous, or had they changed over the years? Joseph decided to put them through a few tests to find out. Yep. Which was actually kind of, it was kind of him to do that, because Joseph straight up could have been like, I recognize you all, and you're all just going to go to prison. Exactly. Or, yeah, he could have killed them, anything. Yes. He had the power. He did. 
Uh, also, the notes uh, said that Joseph was testing his brothers to make sure they had not been as cruel to Benjamin as they had been to him. Benjamin, oh, this is just like you were saying. Yeah. Benjamin was his only full brother, and he wanted to see him face to face. Absolutely. How loving. I know. And he probably thought he'd never see him again. Do you think he had any idea he'd see his brothers again? Or do you think because of the dream, he, he had an idea that he may, be, he may uh, come face to face with them again? Well, for the dream, I think he probably realized. Okay. You know, yeah. Yeah, because God gave him... He gave him that wisdom. Thank you, that yeah. wisdom. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. Uh, also, I wanted to read Genesis chapter 42, verses 21 and 22. Okay. Speaking among themselves... They said, clearly we are being punished because of what we did to Joseph long ago. We saw his anguish when he pleaded for his life, but we wouldn't listen. That's why we're in this trouble. Didn't I tell you not to sin against the boy, Reuben asked. But you wouldn't listen, and now we have to answer for his blood. And Reuben was the oldest, right? Yes, yes. Reuben was. So he tried to tell them. Yeah. Yep. Do you... Uh, this is just talking yes. about it, because we don't know. But do you think the brothers truly were sorry, or do you think they were sorry because they were in this situation? I don't know. I think Reuben was, but I don't know about the others. Was Reuben the one who was going to come back and save Joseph? Was yeah. that the brother? Yeah. Okay. And he just didn't want him put, you know, but... Yeah, in the notes it said, Reuben couldn't resist saying, I told you so. He thought they were being punished by God for what they had done to Joseph. Apparently, the intervening years had not lessened their guilt. Selling Joseph into slavery amounted to death in their minds, for they surely never expected to see him again. Yeah. So it did stick with them. Yes, and the guilt. Can you imagine all these years? And it probably didn't help any that they saw their father suffering every oh. day. I couldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. That had to be very hard. Yeah. Now, Joseph, he he heard all of this conversation, um, and he gave them the grain, and then he also gave them the, he hid the payment. Mm -hmm. He had them, the, like the helper, hide the payment back on, on top of the, the, like the satchels of grain. Yeah. And then sent them on their way, but Simeon had to stay behind. He was the one brother who had to stay. I just can't imagine how Simeon's feeling. No. You know? No. I imagine he 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 was going through everything in his mind, scared and maybe remorseful and Yes. I don't know. I can't imagine. Uh, now that's all I had for chapter forty two. Did you have anything else you wanted Let to talk see. about? Um in the in when they put that money when he hid that money mm -hmm. they stopped for the night and found that money mm -hmm. and they said um, in verse 28 my money has been returned it is here in my sack then their hearts sank thinking what has God done to us like they felt like they did something wrong they weren't looking at it as like a gift okay um, when they went to their brother uh, father and told him he said the man who is governor of the land spoke oh, he, they told him the governor, the man who is governor over the land spoke very harshly to us. He accused us of being spies scouting the land. But we said, we're honest men, no spies. We're 12 brothers, sons of one father. One brother is no longer with us, and the youngest is at home with our father. So they were worried that they took it. Mm. And it says they, um, they wanted to take it back, the money. 
because they're like, we are really going to be killed now. <laughs> or Simeon, because they're going to say, where's the money? That's right. So I just wanted to say that. That's it. Okay, well, moving on to chapter 43. Yes. Uh, now, the grain purchased from Joseph was almost gone, and Jacob knew his sons had to return to Egypt to purchase more, including Benjamin. Benjamin needed to go on this trip. But Judah took responsibility for him, and they headed out. Yes. Uh, they brought gifts with them and double the money that was put in their sacks. Right. They're like, no, we got to make this We right. got to do something here. We're going to be murdered. <laughs> yes. They were scared. I know. It just like, and I would be too. Yeah, absolutely. Like, he talked harsh. It's not like he talked lovingly and said, oh, so you would never imagine he put that money back in. No. Yeah. I'd be scared myself. Yes. They're going to kill us the minute we walk yeah. into Egypt. Great. Great. Yeah. Let's see. And then Joseph, he had a big feast prepared. Yes. In his palace when he saw Benjamin with his brothers. That's it was so nice. great. But his, his brothers were scared of what was to come. Yes. I have a note for 43.9. Yeah, go ahead. It says, accepting responsibilities is difficult, but it builds character and confidence, earns others' respect, and motivates us to complete our work. When you have been given an assignment to complete or a responsibility to fulfill, commit yourself to seeing it through. That should be in all things, and I'm guilty of not seeing things through too, but we should always do our best with whatever we're doing. Yes. Because any work can be Christ's work. Um, mothers that stay at home, feeding their children breakfast, ironing, or I mean, not sure anyone irons clothes anymore, but like folding your clothes. Try to find the good in it in God. Yes. That's all God's work, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. So I just. Or if you're if if you're single, yeah, it doesn't matter if man, woman, doesn't matter. You you can do that. You in whatever you do, you can glorify God. Yeah, absolutely, and you know. I have a heart for moms that stay at home. Mm-hmm. I just, cause probably I was, cause I was one, but it may get repetitious or something, but yes. those children are watching Yeah, and they see how you act and see how you handle things. And if you go to God with things, that's how you instill that in them. Yes. yes. So, you know, just wanted to put that out there. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I've been, Let's see, Tanner's 25. So for 20 years, I've been singing the same song when I go to school with them every day. And like, I just can't imagine not doing that because I want them to start their day with God. And so I have sang that that long. I'm like, someone better have a grandchild so I can keep this song going. (laughs) But they'll never forget that. They won't forget it. And Tanner has brought it up before. Aww. I remember every morning we sang Good Morning God, and it's just like, maybe that won't affect them right then, and they're like, oh. <laughs> but one day, you have planted a seed in there. So, you know. It may have been when they were 16 or 17. Oh, yeah. It's like, Mom is going to sing that song yeah. again, isn't she? <laughs> and Tanner said, Mother, no one likes your songs. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm still going to sing. You know, and yesterday, Karsten kind of got hyped up about, got scared about this Ebola, uh, not Ebola. The corona. Corona. And so I just said, honey, we have God and we have Jesus in our heart. And no matter what happens, 
We know we have him. Yeah. So you can't get panicked about this. Right. It just is what it is, but put your faith in God and he calmed him down, you know. Sure. So. And it is scary. Well, I mean, it's, it's scary for everyone, but it, for the younger ones, because oh. it's hard to wrap your head around it. Absolutely. And he's, you know, they canceled sports here. Oh, So he's yeah. like, someone on my team has. I said, no. Yeah. You know, you got... Who knows what they get in their head and when they talk to other children. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's just, you just can't panic. Yeah. Just have faith. Go to your Bible. And the panicking doesn't do anyone any good. No. It doesn't. Not a soul. No. No. Okay. Oh, now in the notes, I had a note. Okay. Jacob and his sons had no relief from the famine. They could not see God's overall plan of sending them to Egypt to be reunited with Joseph and fed from Egypt's storehouses. If you are praying for relief from suffering or pressure and God is not bringing it as quickly as you would like, remember that God may be leading you to special treasures. Yes. And that's true. Yes, it is. I mean, if he doesn't answer you immediately, there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always pray in your time or let your will be done if this is your will. Yeah. So I, I really loved that. That's because he sees everything from, you know, from A to Z, he's looking down the line. Yes. So he knows. Yeah. He knows everything. No, I'll see all. And he's not confided by time like we are. Which is so, it's difficult to understand. I'm not sure I can understand it till I'm up there. Mm -hmm. I can't, and they say, people, humanly, we can't wrap our head around it. Mm-hmm. And I can't. No. Like, if I try to figure it out, I, there's, I just don't get it. No. So, your husband may get it. No. Oh, okay. No. He's a smart chap. But, well, know. I mean, if Jesus had a business and he needed to talk about <laughs> how to set up a business or something, something like, like that. that. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, well, yeah. he doesn't know how to update his phone. So. Oh, that's right. He texted me the other day. Not not God, but Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's like, can you can you update my phone? I, I don't know how to update Come it. Come on. No. It's one button. He doesn't know. And he's so smart and intelligent. In some things. In some things, he's just so sorry. So he needs help. assistance. <laughs> That's right. He's got those children. He goes, then, oh, the time change was... Oh. <laughs> Amy. Oh. He goes, not, he was a love. He changed the, you know, the regular clocks in like the kitchen and stuff. He goes, will you go in in the bedroom and and update my clock next to my bed? Because he's had the same digital clock forever. So I I don't know if it updates. I go, honey, I love you, but you don't know how to <laughs> Spring forward your clock. Yeah. Your Sony Dreamcatcher, whatever oh it's called. Oh my gosh, I so know it. He's like, no. he's like, why do you always ask me that? You know I don't know how to do it. Oh. So why do you have to why do you have to shut it in? Yeah. Why do you have to make it fun of me? And then oh. I know it goes on. He goes, Are my apps updating? Oh. I go, what do you mean are your apps updating? Well, I some of my apps aren't working right. I go, well, okay, <laughs> let's let's look at this. He goes, I think I have to go to something called an app store. Oh. I go, oh. how, you know, 
That's that's it friend. is it is frightening because <laughs> I'm almost want don't want to know it because I think of him highly about his intelligence, but now I'm not sure. I'm telling you, if it has to do with how to keep a business open, fine. Yeah, but this phone thing, so no, sorry, it baffles him. You think he'd want to be educated on it? He does not. No, he's just like woman. Will you do it for oh. me? Yeah, he doesn't want to deal with it. He's no. got too much else up there. He's got something. Oh, he's just—he's the type where he'll just hit oh. the phone. He'll just like get his finger and like hit the phone. Oh. For fun. Why isn't it working? Well, honey, how about you not break the phone with your <laughs> finger? Let's not do that. No, let's not. Oh, all right. That has nothing to do with Joseph. Well, it kind of does. Oh, did you have any other notes for for that part? Um, I have, whenever they came back with the grain, that's on 43. I mean, the money. Uh-huh. It says, Jacob did not try to get away with anything. He was a man of integrity who paid for what he bought, whether he had to or not. We should follow this example and guard our integrity. A reputation for honesty is worth far more than the money we might gain by compromising it. Yes. That's, I just thought that was so good. Yeah. Our reputation of honesty is so important. That's right. Because when the brothers got back, Jacob didn't say, all right. Yeah. We got free grain. Right. He was really concerned and he really wanted to pay his way. Yes. That was very important to him. Yeah. And there is things we should live by like that. Sure. You know, your belief system or your values. For me, honesty is so important. It is. You know, um, if you are honest, then you, or someone's not honest with you, you can't assess or mm-hmm. it's all fake, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's the thing. If you're just honest about things. Yeah. I, I, life just, it becomes a lot simpler. It does. You don't have to say this to cover up or. Yeah. Just be honest with everyone. And how much more you notice when people aren't being honest about things. Definitely. And sometimes you see their lives are are very complicated. Mm -hmm. If you're just honest with yourself about things, situations. It'd be so much smoother. It would be. Because then you can deal with a situation, move on. Yeah. Instead of just perpetuating a lie or... Or just kind of pretending something isn't the way it is. It really yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Deal with it and move on. Right. It's perfect. Yep. Now in uh, Genesis chapter 43, verse 26, when Joseph came home, they gave him the gifts they had brought him, then bowed low to the ground before him. So once again, it's that, that bowing. Yes. Joseph, that's when Joseph broke down. When yes. he saw his brother Benjamin. Yeah. How lovely is that? Isn't that precious? That's very sweet. I'm surprised he was able to keep his composure as long as he did. I know. Uh, now that's all I had for chapter 43. Did you have anything else in 43? Um, that's all I had too. Just that he he was just, he filled, um, he just was overwhelmed. You know. And to feed them and everything, I just thought it was great. No, I don't I don't have anything else in there. Okay, all right. Yeah. Moving on to chapter 44. The brothers left, and Joseph had all their money 
once again, put back into their grain sacks. Yes. But this time he had uh, Jos- his personal silver cup put into Benjamin's sack. Uh, Joseph had his, his palace manager catch up to his brothers after they had left, and they accused him of, of stealing his master's silver cup. Yeah. And, you know, the brothers denied it, which they had no idea. No. A bargain was eventually struck where if the cup was found amongst them, then the one with the cup would die and the rest would go free. And we have the tearing of the clothes again. The brothers just tore their clothes in sorrow. Yes. And if we remember, the tearing of the clothes was an expression of deep sorrow. Yes. Customary manner of showing grief. The brothers were terrified that Benjamin might be harmed. Exactly. And then as far as what the silver cup meant... It was a symbol of Joseph's authority. Yes. It was thought to have supernatural powers, and to steal it would be a serious crime. Such goblets were used for predicting the future. A person poured water into the cup and interpreted the reflections, ripples, and bubbles. Joseph wouldn't have needed his cup since God told him everything he needed to know about the future. Yeah. So really, it wouldn't have meant anything to Joseph. No. Moving on, Judah, Judah stepped up. Yeah. He, he stepped forward as the leader, spoke for his brothers, yep. and really explained in a heartfelt manner how much Benjamin meant to their father, to Jacob. Yes. Especially since their older, their other brother went away and never returned. Yeah. And it would this would essentially kill Jacob if they returned without Benjamin. And Judah just pled with, with him to take him as a slave in return for Benjamin. I, I know it. It just was unbelievable, the story. Yeah. Now, yes. Do you have any notes on that part? Um, you're in 18 to 34, right? 18. I have, um, Judah could finally take no more and step forward to plead their case. This was risky because Joseph could have killed him. Hmm. But Judah courageously defended himself and his brothers and pleaded for mercy, and he offered to put himself in Benjamin's place. At times we should be silent, but at times we should speak up. Even if there could be serious repercussions, when faced with a situation that needs a strong voice and courageous action, remember Judah and speak out. Mm. He was ready to die. He was. When they took that brother, they never got over it. No. Now that you read, you know, they just never could get over it. No, that, it just, it really stuck with them. Yeah. It ate at them like a cancer, I think. Yes, exactly. It ate at them. Yeah, I think it really did. I just, you know. The other uh, note that I had, when Judah was younger, he had shown no regard for his brother Joseph or his father Jacob. First, he had convinced his brothers to sell Joseph as a slave, then he had joined his brothers in lying to his father about Joseph's fate. But what a change had taken place in Judah. The man who had sold one favored little brother into slavery now offered to become a slave himself to save another favored little brother. He was so concerned for his father and younger brother that he was willing to die for them. When you are ready to give up hope on yourself or someone else, Remember that God can work a complete change in even the most selfish personality. Yes. And that is true. We have seen that firsthand. Oh, yes, we have. Yep, for sure. You, there are, there have been situations, I know in my life, and I believe in your life, where you think, there's, there's no way on God's green earth this person is going to do this or that, X or yeah. Y. And, and they do. They do. 
Yeah. God just kind of warms their heart, changes their heart. Yes. It, it's something. It sure is. It's, it is. Oh. Now, did you have anything else for chapter 44? Let me see here. Um, on 44.33, mm-hmm. where it says, So please, my Lord, let me stay here as a slave instead of the boy. Let the boy return with his brothers. I had Joseph wanted to see if his brother's attitude had changed for the better, so he tested the way they treated each other. Judah, the brother who had stepped forward with the plan to sell Joseph, now stepped forward to take Benjamin's punishment so Benjamin could return to the father. This courageous act convinced Joseph that his brothers had to dramatically change for the better. Mm. So the same thing you said, but yes. it proved to him. He really needed to know. Yeah, he had to know. Okay, well, moving on to chapter 45. Did, that was that was kind of it for Joseph. He yeah. couldn't he couldn't, you know, stay cool and calm anymore. No. And he broke down in front of his brothers and he was just so emotional that even even the Pharaoh's household could hear it. Yeah. He just let it go. He let it out. In uh, Genesis chapter 45 verses 4 and 5, "Please come closer," he said to them, so they came closer. And he said again, "I am Joseph, your brother." whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset, and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. I, I loved that. That Those are two beautiful verses. Yes. Because there are so many different ways Joseph could have accepted his life, or how he could see his life yeah. and what happened. But he knew God was in charge. Yeah. This is the way it was meant to be. Yes. There was a reason for it. There was a purpose. Yep. And that's amazing. Yeah. I I know it. I loved that. Uh, in the notes, it says, although Joseph's brothers had wanted to get rid of him, God used even their evil actions to fulfill his ultimate plan. He had sent Joseph ahead to preserve their lives, save Egypt, and prepare the way for the beginning of the nation of Israel. God is sovereign. His plans are not dictated by human actions. When others intend evil towards you, remember that they are only God's tools. And he reminded them, um, you intended to harm me, but God intended it all for good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. And... On verse 7, it said, God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve my survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you. And he is the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh, the the manager of his entire palace and the governor of all Egypt. Mm. So good. He just, he knew. He just knew that this was the way it needed to be played out. This is the way his life needed to go. Yes. 100%. Joseph, yeah, you know, Joseph, he never gave a sign that he was mad at his brothers uh, for what they had done to him and in turn what he he went through. Yes. Uh, He knew in his heart that God was leading him this whole time so he may protect and provide for his family. Yeah. Joseph told his brothers to go home, tell their father Jacob that he's alive. Yeah. And uh, and to join him in Egypt. 
Pharaoh also got word yes. of this and told Joseph to bring his entire family to Egypt. I, yes. And he was going to provide the best of everything for them. For them, yes. Now, did you have any notes for chapter 55? 45? No. I Just the one I used. It was 45, right? Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. yes. No, just what I told you. Okay, just... I have one note. Uh, it said Joseph had been rejected, kidnapped, enslaved, and imprisoned. Although his brothers had been unfaithful to him, he graciously forgave them and shared his prosperity. Joseph demonstrated how God forgives us and showers us with goodness, even though we have sinned against him. The same forgiveness and blessings are ours if we ask for them. Yes, that's right. It's the same God. He hasn't changed. No. Yes. Uh-uh. That's all I have for, for this session for chapter 45. Okay. That was wonderful. It was. Now for next time, Amy. Yes. We are going to finish up Genesis. I can't believe it. Wonderful. I'm so, I can't believe it. We are going to be finishing up. So that means we will be reading chapters 46 through 50. Yep. And it's then it's done. And then we're on to Exodus. I just can't believe it. Very exciting. Yes. Thank you for listening to us, too. Thank you so much. And it's Mm life-changing, even for us. It It is. It keeps us in the Word constantly, and I couldn't ask for more than that. Yeah. Yes. Amen. Yes. All right. Well, do you have anything else? No, just we'll be praying for everybody. Amen to that. Amen. If you have any questions or comments or prayer requests... You can email us at basicbiblestudy19, the number 19, at gmail.com. And uh, all of our links and and whatnots you can find uh, on our website, mybasicbiblestudy.com. And uh, yeah, we can even answer your questions uh, privately or or, uh, on a podcast if you'd like. Just let us know. So we will catch you guys next time. Take care. Thank you for joining us and have a blessed week. Uh, so we will catch you next time. Have a blessed week and, and take care. Yes. Thank you. Thank you.